September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Newsflash, nobody gives a fuck about it. We all admit that shit was pretty dumb, but that's about it. When we saw the news, we were shocked and we were kind of tense. Like, damn. Then we forgot about it by the 10th. Nobody's walking around stressing over Jan 6. It happened and that was it. We haven't gave a damn since. It's all good when riots are kept in the hood, but now you're freaking out because this was in the neck of your woods. Now it's a big deal. Now it gets real. Now it's important to us. Not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up. Not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized. Not then, but right now because it happened to the suit and ties. Huh. That shit's way above my head. We were fucking shit up all year with demonstrations that left dozens dead. But people like Nancy didn't flinch. In fact, they loved it then. People will do what they do. Bitch, ain't that what you said? Yep. There's literally compilation videos of you and all your colleagues inciting this kind of crap. So it's very fascinating to watch you swallow your words. You put your own foot in your mouth and now you're forced to dial it back. Mm-hmm. It's fine when you encourage it in my town, in his town, in her town, when the whole fucking city's being burnt down. You smile as you give the green light for mobs to rob shit, but as soon as it comes close to you, then it's a problem. Got it. I don't even think that we should start with those cuss words. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys. I have to swallow. I've got that back thing going on. Still got it. We're two guys who know a little bit about a lot of things. Don't know a whole lot about one particular topic. It is a Monday. 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 Mondays suck. You yeah. know what? I've learned Mondays only suck if you allow them to suck. Oh, exactly. I was going to say Mondays are, are what they are. They are the beginning of your work week, whatever your Monday may be. Right. So it sucks that you have to go back to work. But Mondays compared to Thursdays aren't as bad. You know, it's funny that you, <laughs> that you say that. Mondays are what you make them. Yeah. Um, and, and you said, well, Mondays suck because, you know, you got to go back to work. Or if you can change your perspective, Mondays are you get to go back to work. You have a job that you can go to. Oh, that's true. And we have a we have a um, <clears throat> excuse me a segment here in just a little bit in today's show that we're going to talk about somebody whose Mondays are five days a week and it sounds like possibly seven days a week. Um, <laughs> she she doesn't seem to be able to cope very well, but we'll talk about her in a little bit. But right. first, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, we're gonna do that now. Well, yeah. Well, let's just just yeah, psh, knock it down. Um, we, if, yeah. <laughs> I've confused myself. <laughs> if you want to become a tugger. If you'd like to become an official tugger. Official tugger. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, all, everybody who listens, we like to consider you tuggers. You, you know, you're the unrefined guys listeners, and we appreciate that. But if you'd like to become a uh, the unrefined guys member, so you could be an official tugger, head and on over. That way, when we do special shit. Yeah, when we do special shit, you get to know about it first. You get to experience it first. And in many cases, you only get to experience it. Yeah, we and have, sometimes we have, we'll actually be involved in it. Yes, very much so. We like to get our members, uh, the official tuggers, involved. Um, we'll put you on episodes just because we need filler. <laughs> or maybe you're interesting, one of the two, or yeah. maybe just because. Um, but we have different tiers that you can uh, you can be a member of from anywhere from $2.50 a month. Yeah. Think about that. Just $2.50 a month. I know I spend more on BS every week. Just so two fifty a month is nothing, guys. I spend that a day. 
Yeah. On, on, on my way to work, getting a drink, and on my way home, right. getting a drink. I spend like three and a quarter. Right. Ish. So two fifty a month, you know, it's just two dollars and fifty cents. Right. Month. You can literally scrounge scrounge that change up. Well, I don't know. Many people don't carry. I know. I was cash just anymore. <laughs> not literal cash, but last you know what I'm night, yeah. Last <laughs> night, my wife handed me a twenty, and I had to stare at it for a minute. What was this? <laughs> I was like, I haven't held cash in a while. Um, but there, you know, I, I and then I didn't spend it. Right. I had it in my pocket, went to the store. Uh, and then the, used your card. And then used my card and got about halfway through the transaction and went, oh, shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't use that money she gave me specifically for these items. Damn it. Yeah, I've so done that too. Now I've got a 20 in my pocket and I didn't tell her about it. Well, it's nice to have it as a backup. It is. Yeah. So anyway, if you want to support the work that we do, look, I believe in my heart of hearts. And I know we talk a lot of gloom and doom and everybody always tells me, you're so negative. Tommy, well, you're so negative. We're not negative. Bear, Bear seems to be a little bit more uh, in an upbeat progression, and you're just always... I'm not trying to be black-pilled, <laughs> folks. I'm not. I'm simply just stating, here are the things that I'm seeing going well, on right now. Right. Can we fix it? Yes, we can. Oh, wait. No, that's somebody We're else. not Bob the Builder yeah. over here. Um, the hell are you doing? But I think if we have enough people standing up going, Jesus, I don't want it to be that bad. That's the point. That's yeah. why we are. That's exactly uh, it. We're telling you the shittiest things that are happening out there is so that you can see that it hap- it's right there and then we can do something about we'll it. Bring it to it. your attention. You go look and see we're not full of crap and then go, okay, what do we got to do to fix this? All we got to do. This is it. Real simple. Stand up. That's it. Look, you're not going to see some of these things. We're off track already. It's going to be one of those shows. Got to be one of those shows. Look at the, you're going to have to dig, okay? But, because you're not seeing it in the lamestream media right now. Oh, you'll never see it there. Look at France. Look at Germany. Look at Denmark. They are pissed. Yeah. Now, in those three countries specifically, the governments are trying to restrict farming and want the farmers to kill off half of their crops and to kill off 20 or more percent of their cattle life, of yeah. their cattle uh, They want them to inventory. cut down their herds, yeah. So that they can cut back on their carbon footprint because, you know, cows farting is a bad deal for the yeah, that's, environment. That, that's worse than, you know, the, the power plants. Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. So they want them to kill all these people, and the farmers are going, hey, piss off first and foremost. That's how we make our living. Secondly, how are people going to eat? Yeah. Well, this is the this is the beginning government's control method yeah. of we're going to get them to eat the bugs. Well, I don't know about that, but you know, yeah, I don't want to get just too sidetracked. Yeah, yeah let's finish up. So these folks, these <laughs> folks have gone to their capitals and are slinging literal shit, literal at the Capitol building, it's saying, "Funny as hell." When you no, watch we're not videos. doing <laughs> it. But if you don't hear about it from somewhere, you're certainly not going to hear about it from. Our media. Well, the the thing is, is it's happening here in the states too. They're constant. The government is constantly subsidizing mm-hmm. farmers to not farm, or to do less than what they were supposed to do, or what they could do in the agricultural world yeah. right now. Tobacco, yeah, tobacco gets more subsidies, yes, than vegetables. Yeah, let that sink in. Anyway. <laughs> we are making a difference in the culture war. It's not just us. There are many, many podcasts and many influencers that are out there who are doing their damnedest right. to make a difference in the culture war. We're doing our best to make a difference in the culture war. I believe we are making an impact um, to our listeners, to our audience, because they, they don't listen to just us, I hope. 
<laughs> if so, you've got a boring life. You need right. to get out and experience some other stuff. Um, so how does that happen? Well, we're able to produce better content, more content, do more things to impact this culture war. And we're able to do that with the support of members like you. Yes. I feel like we're on a PBS episode. Every week we're, we're PBSing it. Yeah. Just for a minute. Yeah, just, you know. Head over to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. Become a tugger today and uh, help us continue to fight this culture war that we are uh, become members of. And we've decided to take on the, oh, there's the another, mantle. There's another way to get to that. There is. You can just go to our website, theunrefinedguys.com, and go to the Contact Us page, and the, uh, the, the, there's a Contact Us and, and Sponsors. In that same page where you hit the Contact mm-hmm. Us and Sponsors, you'll see how to become a tugger. Oh. Well, so, and, and it, so it sounds like a lot of work, but it's actually really simple because you can do it from your phone. Yeah, it's a lot easier to go to the website, <laughs> com. Second page, Contact Us Sponsors, down to the bottom. And while you're there, check out our sponsors. Today. Yeah, our speaking sponsor. of sponsor. <laughs> speaking of sponsor, Raven Ta- Ravencrest Tactical has uh, been gracious enough to sponsor us and to uh, take part in the culture war that we take part in. Uh, check them out on the website. Go to our uh, social media pages. They're they're right there. I know on X, it's pinned right at the top. Right. Uh, Instagram, it's not too far down off of the the main post. It's like two down. On the and then on and, and I'm going to repost it this week. So. Yeah, Facebook, I'm not sure where it is. I Same just, thing. Couple I down. just haven't. I fell out of Facebook love a long time. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm gone with uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm done with it. And I don't even know why. It just it became so much. Well, I do know why. It just became so. So much. both of us are, are followers of a a group page on uh, Facebook. Right. Both me and you. Um. Adult memes, right? Oh yes. Okay, and it was at first it was hilarious. It was funny, fucking memes. They were they, they were, were great, beautiful. Yeah. Now they've gotten so political. Everything on that page, when it used to just be now. To be fair, most things have gone political because they have. we're in that that cycle. But but this, that page when somebody posts, be funny. Shit. Well, they put <laughs> this is the meme. It's a picture of, of uh, razor wire. And it says investment tip. Oh, well, yeah, good call, good call. Especially so, if you're from Texas. I thought that was hilarious, but everybody got so political on there. We're going at each other. So I just simply commented, guys, it's a joke. This was when when we joined this group. It was for jokes, for for humor, mm-hmm. not to turn this into a political site. Now I understand the day and age we're in, but. Grow the fuck, you know, stop, okay? Right. We're here for fun to giggle, get away from that stuff. Giggle when it's funny. That's why we decided to do a midweek tug every week is because we were, you know, let's give everybody a break. Let's get a break. Get away from <laughs> politics. Let's just talk about interesting things or maybe boring things. Who knows? Let's just talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem that we have today. We right. just don't talk. And when you don't talk, communication is key. And if there's no communication, that's when shit gets sideways twisted. Oh, excuse me. Wow. I do it every week. Uh, you get, you, you, yeah. I really need to just <laughs> embrace it and let it rip. Why not? Uh, that's know, why we're under Well, because we have headphones on and I don't want to bust our eardrums. Um, yeah, the communication piece is just gone. And so the only time that, when my wife and I have gotten into arguments in the past, I have said to her, Calm down. Well, yeah, not quite don't, like don't that, but do similar. That. Don't ever do that. 
I have said to her after the fact of Marriage the argument, tip. yeah, <laughs> you want to you want to last longer than six months? <laughs> Never say that. But after after the argument was over, I've said to her, listen, I noticed when I said X that you just glossed over. I lost you at some point. And then I also noticed that when you said this, that I know I turned off and I stopped listening. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at today. Everybody's, everybody's talking, but nobody's listening. Um, and my wife and I have agreed that when we hit that point, we need to tell the other person, hold on a minute. You just, you just lost me. <laughs> Because you went this direction or you made this attack or you, you made this assumption, I became defensive and I stopped listening. And we have we as a society you, you have stopped really have... listening in 2012. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's, it's hilarious. I've had a lot of uh, confrontations in the last couple of weeks at work of uh, disagreements politically and or culturally on things. And... Um, it's funny when you hit somebody back with facts and you watch them to, you automatically just shut down. You can see it in their face and, and they don't even want, they're, they're, they're not even, I don't care what you have to say, you're wrong because you said this. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's similar Whatever to what that, you brought up. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. You tell you tell anybody and it's, it, you know the joke is if you tell a woman to calm down, it's over. But the truth is if you tell a man to calm down when he's passionate and believe something that he's talking, he's going to shut down too. My the one that I get all the time is because we've talked about this before. Uh, it, you don't hear it on the microphones, but I generally talk in a very low tone. Mm -hmm. And when I get passionate about something, I I speak up. Right. The one the one thing I get all the time is don't yell at me, and I'm not yelling at anyone. I haven't started yelling yet. You'll know when I'm yelling. I get the same thing from my wife. <laughs> Why are you yelling? I haven't yet. I just got. I'm passionate about what I'm saying because <laughs> right. you're not listening. That's the other one that'll shut her down. You're not listening. You're damn right I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I think because you're yelling. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's funny though; they'll always scream at you. Stop yelling at me! But you've been yelling for 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my point across. I have learned finally, after 25 years almost of marriage. If I want my wife to listen to me instead of yelling, I just bring it down a little bit. Yeah. And, and then she's kind of like, what, what are you saying? I'm just talking. I'm <laughs> trying to get my point across. Can you speak up? Well, just a minute ago, you said I was yelling. I didn't want to be yelling. Anymore. Yeah. I, I try, I'm trying to keep it down. And I noticed that our arguments have, have started to wane a little bit. Um, like, for instance, right before we started recording, I went upstairs to give her my, my fond goodbye for the day. Um see if she needed anything and i said hey can i kick you out of the house for a few minutes why what are you guys going to talk about that nah, has nothing to do with that i just need you to pick something up from the store for me before <laughs> they close that's all but it was the way i said yeah <laughs> now i don't recall exactly how it was i said it but she i saw the lights come on and she was she was ready to pounce thankfully i was able to diffuse that quickly um it, humorously of yeah, course yeah. um so yeah it you know i think too often we as a, especially men men are worse about this than anybody else and i can say that factually because I'm, I'm male yeah for real yeah like have the parts and the chromosomes everything about it <laughs> um 
That wasn't a blast. That was just me <laughs> affirming myself. I don't know. It was kind of... It was kind of a dig. But um, <laughs> we tend to listen to respond. Yes. We don't listen yes. to hear. Right. We are listening it's, to see how we're going to respond, and that's probably well, uh, one of our worst. And most of the responses are reactions. They're, 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 you, you didn't really, you know, listen to what right. that was said, and that's one of the th- some of the things I've been saying in, with the confrontations I've had at work. Is hold on, hear me out, and mm-hmm. then you can speak. It's I, when I, I've learned that from watching Vivek Ramaswamy in his town halls and stuff. Oh yeah, where he gives the microphone to people and smashingly like, great. <laughs> The way he does that diffuses a lot of anger. And he usually finds out that you have, and I hear this term, you're, we are so much closer on these issues yeah. than we think. Right. We're heading the same way. You're just taking a different path. Well, <laughs> in most cases. Now, there's some places where we are so far off and we'll never get to a point where we can be close. Um, trans and kids is a perfect example. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to hold firm where I'm on that. Yeah, and, and I think anybody who holds a position on that, whether you're on the side of allowing kids to do it or on the side of absolutely not, you're not going to budge from that. But what I have noticed is that the those who do move, are they tend to be the ones who were misinformed right. about the drugs that are being used or the procedures that are being done. Um, you know, and the fact so, that most people have been lied to about the drugs, right? Because um, the, the, at first they're going to tell you that they, they, they're reversible. They're reversible, yeah. yeah. And, and they're oh, not. God. They're not permanent. Um, yeah, they 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 really are. The the Havasaw Clinic, I think that's the name of it. I could be wrong. It's the one in in England yeah. that shut down about two years ago. The studies and what they're doing now with these quote unquote studies is they're going back into the files and they're starting to look to try and formulate some kind of a picture. What they're finding is these um, reversible drugs that they were giving the kids as puberty blockers, in fact, are not reversible, and they are causing kids to become sterile. Yes. They're causing kids to have uh, bone diseases. They're causing them to have other types of diseases that they wouldn't have normally had. And, and now puts them at risk for other diseases. Correct. And, and uh, other complications in life right. later on. And this, you know, this all boils down to when you do, and COVID really brought this to light. Oh, yeah. When you talk about FDA and drug studies and all of these things that happen, it, these studies that they do to approve drugs for for commercial use or for, for human consumption, right? they have to go through some as much as 20 year studies and trials and, and all of these things before they're approved to be put out on the market. Whereas with these puberty blockers, what they did is they took these, these drugs they were using for other things and they found the, that they would screw these kids up. The major drug that they're using, I can't think of the name of it right now, but the major drug that they're using for puberty blockers is the same drug that they use to chemically castrate some pedophiles, right? Uh, is it lisinopril? I think so. Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something I think like it's that. Something like that. But yeah, it, it, they use it to chemically castrate. That's a great idea. Let's give it to kids. Yeah, let's make sure that they can never. If you're castrating an adult with this medication, can you? It, it's probably worse on a child. It's got to be. It's got to be. 
the 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 point in fact they, they haven't gone through all the chemical changes that they're going to go through in right. their life and you, you know that's the problem i have is you know if you have passed puberty right and i'm going to give cons- some concessions here if you've passed puberty you're 16 17 and they let's face it you're really not past it yet right. but i'll give you that concession because legally at 16 years old you can um emancipate get emancipated from your your parents in most so, states yeah yeah so uh, that's the concession i'll give you i still don't think you should do it at that time i think it shouldn't be until 18 see and I'm, if you can sign up to vote or not if you can vote and sign up to defend our country then yeah you should be able to at least consider i'd be transitioning i would be more can't get a tattoo yet no shit right <laughs> but you want to you know cut parts off cut of your dangle off that's fine but no, you're not getting ink that's permanent. You might not like Disney then. I, the, the thing that I have... <laughs> that was good. I, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. That was an inside dig at myself, folks. Um, there, there's, this, there's this nagging thing that happens in this argument or in this debate, if you will, over uh, medically transitioning <clears throat> when it comes to juvenile. And it can go into other pieces. We talked about the tattoos. Yeah. Kids can't smoke until they're 21. Yeah. But they can defend our country, vote, etc. at 18. But the scientific community, if you trust them anymore, which most people uh, don't. Most, yeah, most neurologi- neurologists say that your brain doesn't completely forming yeah until 24 25 years old so one should make the argument or at least consider the argument that you shouldn't vote or sign up to fight for our country until that age now i'm not saying i agree with that i'm just saying that if we're going to be consistent the problem in lies is if you haven't figured this piece out yet buckle up because i have some news for you This pharmaceutical industry that makes the drugs that we take today to, quote unquote, heal ourselves and make ourselves better is nothing more than a money making machine. Yeah. For the stockholders who own the majority stock in those companies. Yeah. Ozempic right now is a big drug that's out on the market that was originally made by a European company. Right. A European pharmaceutical company. Ozempic in Europe was banned. Not allowed. Period. At all. No. Why was it banned? I don't remember all the details, but there was some... some I, I, I'm i with you. I know that it was banned there in There was some uh, and, and side the, effects that they weren't happy about. Right. Stomach is, paralysis yeah. being a big one. So they decided to market this in the United States, and they put all their eggs in that basket. And now they've become this huge billion-dollar industry or this billion-dollar company. So Ozempic comes to the States for a diabetic. To help diabetes, yeah. Right. What it does is it paralyzes the stomach and doesn't allow the stomach to make certain chemicals. And, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. a medical guy. I don't understand the, the chemical stuff. But it, it basically stops the stomach from doing some certain things to help it become to, to help balance the diabetes out. Right. They market this as a lifelong cure, quote unquote, as long as you continue to take it. It's, yeah. 
Lifelong cure. Yeah, what they mm. fa- yeah, it doesn't quite ring very well. Cure what they f- and lifelong. What they found when people were taking this was that they were losing weight. Well, because their stomachs shut down. Yeah. Well, when, when your stomach is is paralyzed, you're not as hungry. You well, know? you're not as hungry. You're yeah. not going to digest as well. And yeah. you're certainly not going to process the, the nutrients you need. Right. Then people went, hey, I could take this to lose weight. What they're finding is that even after people are stopping taking this drug, not only are they gaining the weight back, their stomach isn't changing back to what it was, and now they have these constant digestive issues. More importantly, what people don't realize, and I only figured this out by reading because I had a thyroid issue, or they thought I did. I started digging because I'm one that I don't want to take pills if I don't have to. Right. And the doctor said, let's redo your blood work and see if these levels are still low. But if so, we're going to put you on this drug to help kick your thyroid off. And I go to a DO, which is uh, like they, they go more of a homeopathic route. He knows that I'm trying not to take pills. He says, go home and study up on the thyroid. Now, I don't want to mess this up, but there are two T chemicals in the thyroid t3 and t4 t3 is what powers the t4 when you have an underactive thyroid the t3 is low all of these things get processed now the thyroid is up near your neck but all the things for the thyroid are processed in your gut in your stomach and the t3 fuel that fuels the t4 is powered by vitamin b So if you increase your vitamin B, you stand to create that fuel that's needed for the T4 and to balance out your thyroid. Now, again, I'm not a medical expert. I'm certainly not a chemical engineer. Do your own research on this because I might be saying some of these things wrong, but I'm getting the gist of it. And the reason I talk about this is because the other thing that people don't realize that's processed in your gut is the chemical that causes or creates the imbalances when people need... SSRIs, Mm. the depression, the the anxiety, because the other thing that these folks that are finding out that when they come off of this Ozempic is that they're depressed, clinically, chronically depressed. I bring all of this up to take us back to the drug manufacturers. Oh, we're going to go off on a tangent here. Sorry. (laughs) In advance, folks, I apologize, but these are things that need to be said. If you watch the nightly news, what advertisement do you see most of the time? Oh, yeah. Some drug manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. I want you to think this through, and I want you to think it through critically. If that name, whatever the name is, Moderna, Pfizer, J&J, whomever, if that name is on that newscast majority of the time do you trust the people who are making that news content to be telling you the facts to be telling you the truth no (laughs) you don't i mean i don't but (laughs) when i dug down this rabbit hole this last week unintentionally i found that 50 percent of the advertising dollars that come into the nightly news on a national level so like your your national nightly newses as well as your local levels in the major metropolitan areas, 50% or more of the advertising dollars are coming from drug manufacturers. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's and they're all saying, take the drug. 
take the the vaccine, take this, take that. Right. Well, here's I'm I don't know if I'm an oddity or or what is when it comes to seeing commercials. And uh, I guess it was the, the marketing class that we took in high school that made me realize what was going on. Anyway, if you see a certain, I'm just going to say uh, auto manufacturer, mm-hmm. you see a certain Chevy commercial all the time. You see it every commercial break and it, and all this. You should be thinking, what's wrong with that car? Right. Why are they pushing it so hard? Well, they're pushing it so hard because it's it wasn't selling very well, so they're, they they got to get rid of it. They got to do that. And it's you, same with McDonald's and Wendy's. You see too many, all their commercials all the time. Well, the food's shit. It's not really that good. It's chemicals, <laughs> you know. So they're they're just trying to make a buck. Now, to be fair, everybody that advertises is just trying to make a buck. That's the point of advertising. Yeah, but when they keep pushing these same drugs, because there's certain commercials that you see all the time. Ask your doctor if such and such is right for you. Yeah, yeah. You see, and it, it, you just got to dig into who makes that, and it's usually those big three mm-hmm. uh, pharmaceutical companies. And, and like you said, if you watch normal commercial TV, there's forty five minutes on a program of just commercials, and most of those commercials are going to be drug commercials. That's so depressing, and and. As I fell down this rabbit hole this past week, what I found was, because I was asking the question, why did, it, it seems that this trans thing, for kids specifically, fell out of the sky overnight. Right. I'm being a bit hyperbolic when I say that, but it came out of nowhere. It, yeah, it and was it a, was very quick. Well, it, it, the fucking pandemic started this. It did, because everybody was bored at home. <laughs> So um, you, you get you got to see well you, behind the curtain, so to speak. Right. You got to see how, like Chloe, when she right. came on, you saw what happened to her. You know, and she tells her story, and, and I highly recommend listening to her story. Go back and check out that episode in July third of twenty twenty three. It's a yeah. great episode. Um, but but people like her were come out and said what was going behind going on mm-hmm. behind the scenes and. And then you dig a little deeper and you look a little bit closer and you realize this has been going on for a while. Yeah, exactly. It's but like, then you've got the, the, the Academy of American Pediatrics. I don't remember what it is. The, the, the main group that tells pediatricians what should, they should be doing, coming out and saying, absolutely, just affirm these kids, trans them right away. Those doctors and those academies that are running these boards, they are getting paid by pharma. Yeah. They're being funded by pharma. Think this through. The pharmaceutical industry wants these kids to trans yeah. because they're creating Life- expensive. Well, expensive. Lifelong Lifelong patients. patients. Yeah, exactly. That's the point is, is, you know, they don't want to fix anything no. because they don't make it, money. Yeah, <laughs> if they fix the problem. They're out. Think about this, and I'm not trying to get conspiratorial too much. Just want you to think. Why is there not a cure for cancer? Well, cancer's complex. I will agree with that, and I I, I know that. There should be. Yeah, go ahead. There are rumors. I cannot confirm these, and I don't necessarily buy off on it, but this is the part where if I want you to research, I need to tell you several sides of things. There are stories of doctors who created, quote-unquote, cures 
four specific cancers, right? Allegedly, those doctors are no longer with us for one reason or another. Do your own research, figure that piece out on your own. However, do I necessarily believe it? I, I don't in the sense that they had a cure. I don't believe that because I think that there are too cancer is so prevalent that I think there are too many people who would come out and say, absolutely, this happened and we need to continue to. So I think I need to, especially in the United States, because I know I've heard stories of people going to other countries outside of the United States and getting treatments and and stuff. And they've done way better. Right. With a natural type treatment. Well, yeah, and and certain surgeries and and, and mm-hmm. you know homeopathic and and stuff like that, where they've done way better with their cancer, where or the, where they kicked its ass a lot quicker than if right. they had done it here in the states. Because here in the states, and you know this for a fact, that chemotherapy is expensive and as fuck. Chemotherapy is the only drug. Uh, I want to make sure I say this correctly. It is the only time that a doctor can. Uh, can buy the drug from the pharmaceutical company and turn around and sell it to the patient. Right. Everything else can't can happen that way. But cancer, specifically chemotherapy, can be purchased by the oncologist and then turned back and sold to the patient for a profit. My wife is currently on, when she was on her main course of chemo, she had three different chemos she was taking absolutely outrageously expensive every three weeks right? for three different primes. She is currently on a maintenance phase right? that if I remember correctly, $32,000 per shot. See? Per shot. That That's the part that drives me crazy because I've heard of stories of people going to other countries and they're paying half that. Right. Or maybe even a fraction of that on, on natural, if you will, remedies. Mm-hmm. And they're doing just as good. So why are they pushing this chemo and pay making you pay thirty some thousand dollars? Because the pharmaceutical company has their hands in the well, lawmakers' pockets. It was a rhetorical question. Yeah, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> for our listeners, pharmaceutical industry is the biggest lobbying firm or the biggest lobbying arm next to, um, the, you know, the war machine. Of course, yeah. Pharmaceutical is the is the biggest lobbying arm, and they have their hands in every politician's pocket. And I'm not when I say every, I don't know that to be factual, but a majority of your your lawmakers are being bought by pharma. Your media are obviously, as we talked about, being bought and paid for by pharma. All of your bureaucrats bought and paid for by pharma. When you have the head of the FDA who retires yeah, and then goes and sits on the board. He's CFO or something CFO like that. Of a, um, of a pharma company. And then you have another board member of a pharma company who now sits on the FDA. Think about this piece and, and put this in your pipe and, and marinate it and then smoke on it. <laughs> who funds the FDA? Not the taxpayer. No, this is the part that a lot of people don't know is that the drug, the, the pharma companies actually 
fund the FDA. And the so, FDA is the one approving these drugs. <laughs> it's like not a conflict. It's like having the alcoholic in charge of the whiskey company, you know? Right? Well, Ron White does a really good job. Though. He does. He does. In, in Ron's defense, Juan Tequila, was it Juan? That's area. And and he quit drinking. He's been off the booze now for about three and a half, four years. Yeah, God bless him. He's looking rough as hell, but he's living his best life. Well, right I, now. He does look rough, but I think he looks healthier than he did before. Oh, absolutely. Before. I, when I say he looks rough, his hair's really, really long. His beard is long. He's He just doesn't give a fuck. But when I'm listening to, to Ron White <laughs> and I'm listening to him just talk and I'm like, this guy is loving life right now. Yeah. You know, here's a guy who, you know, he sure he did his comedy bit and, and he retired allegedly. Um <laughs> And he's doing more comedy now than he ever did before. He's having more fun with it. And he's comedy, having yeah. far more fun with it. Um, he still has his bus. He still tours around a little bit to smaller arenas, smaller gigs. And he's just loving it. And and this is a guy who also golfs. He plays two to th- one to two games a, a day. That's a lot of golf. Yeah. So that's... you know he's walking a ton. Yeah. He's in good health. No, he, he's now, lost a lot of weight. His he, liver's looking, his liver's shot. Yeah, and he admits that. And the problem he's, with your he liver, the shit yeah. out of it. <laughs> with, the problem with your liver is by the time your liver starts talking, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. And he understands. It's one of the most important organs we have. Yes, the heart and the lungs are very, very important. Of course, the liver but, filters your blood. Yeah, and your brain's important. Yep. But it, you, those you can get replaced, and you can get your not liver your brain. Re- no, no, that's true. Good yeah. point. Yeah. But the heart and the lungs, you yeah, can you get replaced. Can borrow one from and somebody else. And you can else. get part of your liver replaced, yeah. too. But if the liver craps out, mm-hmm. everything. It's over. Yeah, everything shuts down. <laughs> and, you know, it's so, sad. I hope that, that Ron's around for a long time because that guy is a funny dude. Oh, yeah. He's, he's hilarious. He's one of the classic ones, you know. And he used to do clean comedy. Not really. He was the dirtiest one on those. He uh, was the dirtiest on the on the blue collar company. And you know, he he says that was his break. That was his break. Oh yeah, he admits that openly. That yeah, uh, Jeff and, Jeff and Foxworthy and uh, uh, Bill Ingvall, Bill Ingvall and uh, Larry the Cable Guy and all them. This is coming from you and I, who are crude bastards. Yeah, at times we're immature. We will laugh at farts. Because farts are funny. They are hilarious. Yeah. And we will, you know, w- but when we used to watch the Blue Collar Comedy Hour, those got, you know, and it took me a long time before it clicked. They weren't dirty. No. They never cussed. Rarely cussed. Very, I was going to say rarely. There was times where you'll hear their jo- Yeah. Their jokes were clean. Yeah. They were, I wouldn't say wholesome, but they were wholesome. Yeah. And. Real. They were very real. Another one who shows true colors here, who was extremely clean, Bill Cosby. Mm. He was hiding shit, obviously. <laughs> Downers, mostly. Um, Bodies. No, I'm just it, kidding. Well, <laughs> at least one or two, I'm sure. <laughs> he was hiding his bodies. I was, uh, you know, but then you look at that era of comedy. You know, it's funny as you go back to those shows, and I don't know how we got off track of uh, the 
say, you know, pharmaceutical you, companies, but anyway, because of liquor, uh, okay, and alcoholics <laughs> watching the whiskey company. Thanks, well, Bear. <laughs> well, Welcome like, to the unrefined guys. Like another analogy is having the fox guard the way in house. Exactly, that's just ridiculous. You're putting the pharma companies in charge of of the FDA, who's the the sole prover of all these drugs and food stuffs and it just you don't nobody realizes how right. hinky that is you know well and, 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 and it's funny is the fda is not it's just like the federal reserve it's not a federal yeah it's not it's not a, a government mean, entity it is a quote-unquote <laughs> government entity but it is made by it's it, it's all of how do you say this it's a fucking it's a fucking. Um, <laughs> You're blinking. Oh, dude, I am. I just, I'm. I, my frustration hit. I could felt. I felt my blood pressure. I'm watching it's a the fucking buff, sham. I'm watching the buffer screen on your face. You. <laughs> it's a fucking sham, and it's all just a. It's just a big play. It is. It's all scripted. It's all bullshit. <laughs> it's the NFL. <laughs> well, it's close. It, it's like WWE. Yeah. Yeah. The outcome is already predetermined, and everything else is just to 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 polish a turd. <laughs> right, it is, and uh, it, it, we are I'm, the victims I'm, of it. I'm giggling because it, it it we've had our eyes open to this for a while. Yeah, and I think a lot of the country has realized the bullshit that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But then, and then you hear some people like. During COVID, we're like, no, 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 you got to trust it. got to trust the government. You got to trust the FDA and the CDC. Those are all. That's worked before. <laughs> you know, come on, people. <laughs> here's the here's the part about. I watched Outbreak yeah, back in the day. <laughs> here's the part about. Uh, here's the part about Americans. It drives me nuts. <laughs> we know about Operation Paperclip. Way back when, yeah. We know about Operation Northwoods. We know about MK Ultra. We know about all these things that our government did that were unethical, illegal, immoral to us as citizens. And now all of a sudden we're like, well, we know they did all that fucked up shit back then. But they're not doing it now. But let's trust them now. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, right. No. I'm not going to trust them. I've never trusted the government. Well, I, you know what? I did fall into a small government trap when I was younger and the patriotic thing and the, the whole Iraq yeah. war thing. See, but, that's different, though. But we, we fell out of that real quick when we were like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. There's some bullshit. But, you know, it, it, that's how they get you. And, and here's the worst problem about Americans. We will see the bullshit right in front of our faces. And yeah. just shrug at it. Or buy into it. And, or buy into it, yeah. And uh, fight take, for it. Take whatever. the shot. You know, we're, we're, we're going to base air, all everything I think about, everything I believe, I'm going to base off five-minute clips on the news. Or 15-second clips on TikTok. Or, yeah, or, or, you know, some stupid people on social media, you know, um, and not do our own investigations and, and research and and. and, and Make sure that okay, maybe they're. I, I gotta, I gotta make sure that this is legit, right? You know, well, it's like buying a car, and I know I'm getting off a little nah. off on the weeds here in a second, but follow my logic for a second. It's like buying a car. Most of us, now this is I say most because I know that I've met a few people that don't do it this way, but most of us will research the shit out of cars. What fits my needs? What 
is the best car in what that. What can I afford? What can right. I afford? All these all these little things. And I I know me and you are this way. We research the shit out of everything that before we buy it. If it's going to cost me more than 200 bucks, man, I spend months. Right. <laughs> right. It's like some of the equipment that we right. bought for the show recently. I researched the shit out of it before I bought it. Anyway, I do that with cars. Mm-hmm. I did that just recently. And, and it it's the same as, you know... I, if you're going to go and tr- get put on the drug, you might want to research the shit out of it. Yep. Find out what all the side effects may be and if that would work for you. Right. You can say no to certain drugs. Now, there are certain drugs that you need to take that Probably might shouldn't, that'll yeah. extend your life, you know, help you out here, help your blood pressure get normalized. But if they're going to put you on this drug that it has 40 different fucking side effects, mm-hmm. is that really worth? Is that really worth? I mean, that's the one lawsuit that's happened recent in the recent history to where the drug companies have to briefly go over some of the right. side effects that may happen. And you hear it on every commercial, every drug commercial. I always question that. Like, I just need this to... I just you know, want to not have a headache. Not have a headache, but I don't suddenly want you're going to have anal <laughs> leakage. You're, you might have a prolapse colon. You <laughs> right. know, you could end up seeing stars oh, and, and, and for by four the way, months. Death might happen. Oh, and <laughs> in rare occasions, death could occur. I just... I, I, I never understood that. I just have a headache, and now all of a sudden I have 84 different side effects that seem to be a bit worse than that fucking headache. I'd rather... Just deal Let me just tap power yeah. through that headache. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I just don't. What, what drives me crazy is you can, like I was telling you before we turn on the microphones, is you can take something natural like THC. Right? THC, CBD. Um, I did that. I, I, I recently did that because I'm having headaches and, and some joint issues. And I've been, <laughs> so I've <laughs> Not those joint issues. I'm talking about my. You just have to practice rolling those. That's all. That, that's well, just well, technology nowadays. You don't have to roll nothing. I I saw some of that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> anyway. Unless you're Snoop Dogg and you just hire somebody who goes around everywhere with you. Yeah. What's your job? I roll joints for Snoop Dogg. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I took some of this stuff, and uh, I back in the day I had problems with opioids. Right. Um. So I've been really trying to stay away from that sure so everybody's gonna say well yeah but thc is still well it's not illegal in our state i just want to make that clear it's not illegal and more and more states are now getting away from the illegality of it the only ones that's fucked and lost on this is the feds right and then so i i bought this and i've been real reluctant because of my previous career being a truck driver you know get drug tested all the time and and right rightly so so I'm not doing that anymore. So I said, F it. I'm going to go buy this. Give it a it. shot. Well, and I, now I've still been reluctant because that's still in. It's still. Well, because when yeah. we were kids, yeah, it was against the law. Well, then you get into a career where it's not acceptable. Well, and all the, the, the bullshit that you hear about, you know, if you, it's a gateway drug. Oh, yeah. It, it's your next thing you're going to be doing is heroin, you know. <laughs> Remember that's always, how, yeah, Nancy Reagan's bullshit. Nancy, back I in the always day. wondered <laughs> you know? how you would go from weed to heroin. But you know the funny thing is, and and we are off in the weeds, but just deal with it. <laughs> when Colorado, welcome first, to the show. Yeah, when Colorado <laughs> first legalized weed back in 2012, I think it was. Was it? I, yeah, I, I believe so. there somewhere. Yeah. So all these hippie folks 
I say that with all the love. I want to be clear on that. <laughs> We're making jokes. Mostly. Satire. So all these hippie folks from all over the place said, We're going to Colorado for the weed. They show up here. And what they didn't expect, and I don't think a lot of people looked farther down the road... If the government's going to allow weed, they're going to regulate weed. If they're going to regulate weed, they're going to tax the shit out of weed. If they're going to tax the shit out of the weed, it's going to be expensive. Right. I say all of that to say the weed in Colorado, when it first became legal, was potent shit. Mm-hmm. And now it's even more potent. But back then, it was it was more of a higher grade, higher concentrate Definitely, of yeah. THC. So when they they opened the stores... These business owners had to pass along those fees and taxes, so the weed became more expensive. So all of these um, street pharmacists right. saw that that weed was really expensive, and instead of saying, you know what, we're going to keep ours relatively low, they were like, well, if they're bumping their prices, we can get this much, and our weed will be expensive. So they bumped their prices up and all these hippies that showed up thinking, hey, we're going to get some some weed and holy shit, it's expensive. Oh, my God, I can't afford that. Yeah. But I can't afford a $10 bump of heroin. Yeah. Or at eight, a teen or a teen of math uh, yeah. or, you know, all of these things happened and the heroin prices plummeted. The meth prices went way down. And what we did was we had all these homeless people who thought they were coming to just enjoy peace, love, and free weed or cheap weed. Yeah. They found that they couldn't get high from the weed because they couldn't well, afford it, so they bought the heroin and the Because they, they didn't we... pay attention to economics. Right. Supply and demand. You know, look that the, the, the demand blew up. Well, it, regulate, it, it doesn't regulate. <laughs> it, it, it influences mm-hmm. the cost. So if the demand is high, it, it's going to be super stupidly expensive. Like right? these fucking Stanley Cups that are out there now. Like That's everybody's so fucking weird. Stupid. It's so stupid. It's just a cup. <laughs> and there's so many different options but for it's a because, lot cheaper. But because know? the Stanley anyway. Company <laughs> bought that lady a car when her car burned down, but the cup survived. <laughs> everybody's like, we got to support Stanley. Don't get me wrong. I agree. No, it's cool that they but did that. But y'all are going way too this far. This is too much. Yeah, way exactly. too far. Anyway, going the reason why I'm I brought up the weed and the THC is that that bottle of that tincture that I bought, the you know stuff that you drop underneath your tongue, a couple drops underneath your tongue, was sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars. That's not bad at all. So to because I have headaches all the time mm-hmm. because of you know life. I have really really light blue eyes, so the sun really fucks with me, and and I I get headaches from all that, and and unnatural light fucks with me too. So anyway, I, I suffer from headaches from time to time. Well, there's a drug that's on TV that is for I've migraines. Seen it. Yep, that Lady Gaga pushes. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's a possibility. And that drug sells for sixty bucks a pill. One pill, sixty bucks. Which I, I can go and do my t- my THC tincture for sixteen dollars for, and that's going to last me a lot longer. I, I told you about this a few weeks ago. The wife and I were watching a, a show. Yeah. And the 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 commercial kit was for this commer- It was for this pill. I yeah. didn't realize it was sixty bucks a pill. Yeah. And I giggled and I I made a joke about it must be a Pfizer product. And sure as shit, it came up. It was Pfizer. And then. Lo and behold, somebody on the internet, and I wish I could give them credit, but they didn't tag it, 
they created this song for Lady Gaga. Let's go. This girl is on Pfizer. Now, in all fairness, they they didn't write that song. They didn't write that song. Yeah, they didn't write that song for Lady Gaga. They actually wrote it for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. But I don't want to well, go into that. Well, right those now, girls but. are on Pfizer too. Yes, they are. Both of them. If, if, um, if you watch those commercials that, about the getting their boosters. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think that you know when we're looking. That's at, why I don't buy into the whole. Sorry, exactly. off on a no, second. No. Here's a tinfoil hat moment for you. There's plenty of them. I, I this whole Taylor Swift Kit Travis Kelsey thing, mm-hmm. it's set up by Pfizer. <laughs> it's <laughs> because they're both sponsored, right? Or you know, being, they both they both have deals with, with Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah, so they wanted to put them together. We, so they have talk, this power couple that we talked Pfizer. about this this week, and <laughs> it's funny we, we we that you you, you we kind of veered this way, <laughs> and it's going to be very short. I promise. In the podcast atmosphere, this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey Super Bowl thing has been just a huge topic. There have been hours and hours and hours of debate about, oh, it's a psyop and it's this and it's that. And here was my take on it. And and I think when we talked about this the other day, you, you kind of seem to have agreed. The psyop is... That it's not a psyop. No. At best, and I don't think I believe this, but at best, two publicists got together and said, hey. Oh, I I agree 100%. Let's put these two together and get them some publicity. I got news for you, folks. They don't need publicity. No, neither one of them. These two people are already really, really out it, there in their field. In their professions, in the stuff they chose to do for, for a living. Taylor Swift is amazing. Yeah. When it comes to, I'm not a fan. No. But I will but respect. really good. I do respect game. Absolutely. You know? and, and and she definitely being, has it. Yeah. And that's same with Travis. The motherfucker's a damn good tight end. He's, he's got He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. You know, so I have I respect game. And it just, it just. The Pfizer thing is funny to me because it is it, funny. when you when you think it's about hilarious. it, because they're they're both sponsored or they have deals with Pfizer, and now they're together. It's like eh, weird. This is a little when when you listen to these, shotgun wedding, yeah, almost, right, you know? right. When when you listen to these podcasters, especially this last week and a half, <clears throat> especially after the Kansas City game last week, it, there's this conspiracy. There's all of this, and I thought, you know, the only reason. That this Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing is so out in the mainstream right now is because people won't shut up about it. No, that's true. Leave them alone. If you, like me and you, we don't give a fuck yeah, about, I, about those two being together. I don't care who I, she's I'm, dating. I'm happy for them if they're happy. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> and do you remember Brad and Angelina? I mean, come yes. On. <laughs> and look, they went full circle too. It's so weird. I'm just so pointing weird. out. It's it's the desire to Matt and J Lo too. Ben and J Lo. Yeah. That's what I mean. Sorry, Matt, yeah. Ben and J Lo. So um, they. It's just everybody's desire to be briefly in their worlds. And and I think you're right. I think you're dead on. 
It's the same thing as these these UGG boots back in the day. Um, uh, hey dudes now. And it's a, it's a fucking trend. It's a fad. It's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Those two are going to be maybe, maybe they'll get married. They maybe could. they have kids. But you know what? Taylor Swift has a proven track record of horrible relationships. So they're going to end up divorced. And then she's going to write a song about it. And she's going to be. She probably wrote win, a whole album. About uh, right, yeah, probably a whole album. And then she's going to win all these Grammys. And that's that's what we're going to remember. And maybe, maybe Ye jumps up on stage and tries to take one of those. <laughs> Who knows? Yay. So we got we to gotta get off of this just because. Ugh. That was fun. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, I was so fed up with this talk of of you know the 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 controversies and the 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 um what do you call them the the rumors and the conspiracies about these two and it's just disgusting well let them be every time in history every time in news there's always got to be some kind of scandal some kind of thing going on some kind of travis kelsey taylor swift thing going on to distract you from the shit that's from the really real going shit on. that's going on like we just blew up syria jordan and but anyway we'll yeah. get into that <laughs> there was this poor girl this this uh, my heart broke i don't do the reels thing i don't do tiktok all that much but this no, one don't. caught my eye and my heart broke for this girl and i thought dear god how could we be such a cruel, how did we become this cruel and, and heartless and just despicable society that we would allow this to occur? Why is it that I have to work 40 hours a week just so I can have a place to live? Because you're a fucking adult. 40 hours a week makes me $2,000 oh a month. Oh my God, 40. And you can my make rent it work. is 1660 how many so times? So I work forty hours a week, so I can time. have a two-bedroom apartment. Why do you need two bedrooms? She's only one an person. An extra three hundred dollars a month. Like then, listen to her priorities. Does it cover my phone, phone internet, internet, food, then food? You know. So not only do I not have any extra money, but or personality, just working makes me so exhausted. Welcome to it. I don't have time either. Right. Princess, like I get off work at five thirty. <laughs> Five thirty. Come home. Wow, I'm damn, just that's a good time to so go. So tired. That's a perfect time. Forty hours. I I'm remember so those tired days. that like anything that I need to do I, outside I, I feel, of work, I, I then just for her push when off she has to, like, to work overtime. I'm like, I'm just too tired I to do don't. this after work. No, because she's gonna lose. She, she'll probably commit so suicide. So then I end up with oh, so much to do right. on the weekends that ends up having to Because she's whining about forty hours right now. So I have to do stuff on both Saturday and Sunday. Oh my god! So then I don't get. A day off. Okay, I all, don't... Right. all right. <laughs> that goes on for another minute. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that part right there. So, see, look, I, I feel bad for her in the sense that her parents did this to her. They did not prepare her, and they created this snowflake. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I have no sympathy for somebody like that, only because <sighs> the job, the career I chose fuck your 40 hours <laughs> or your time home yeah, or yeah. time to get uh, stuff it, done if you really want to start crying come do what i used to do where you're gone six to eight weeks at a time you're missing every function for your kids every function every function for family um 
yeah, you're you're gone for that long, and then when you get home, you're disrespected. And 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 mm-hmm. but I was a lower class citizen because of the job that you. I've oh, you're a to. trucker. Yeah. Oh, oh you're oh. a trucker. Oh, you're just a trucker. Yeah, it's the attitude, and then and then realize that your company doesn't give a shit about you either. And right. you know, oh wait, no, 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 you don't you're, have, you're just like, a number to them too. You, you you can't stay home for more than yeah, three we, days. We need you to, need to come we back need out you back here. out on the road. I, I just she gets to this, and then I gotta split up my my chores on the weekend. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been working six day work week. So she gets off at five thirty. I mean, so she's April. not going until eight or nine. Eight, eight or nine, depending. Yeah, so guess. you can do early morning appointments and do early get morning your doctor's appointments. So I get my appointments out of the way in the morning. Yeah, because I work at one thirty to ten. Yeah, I get all my appointments. Get all my, my my not all, but I get a good portion of my tasks done throughout the week from you know eight thirty nine o'clock until one o'clock when I need to get. Yeah, yeah, moving yeah. towards work. But then, okay, <clears throat> I've I've been working six-day work weeks since April. Now, I had a one-month break in there where I did get two days off four times. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And, and you and had not, had vacation and I, days. And I've had some vacation time. Plus, Christmas and New Year's, I got two-day weekends again. And I didn't bitch about it because I have responsibilities. Right. That I need to take care of. For instance, in January last year, wife gets diagnosed with cancer. She's going to be out of work a lot. And she was. So I had to try my best. Now, there was no way I was going to pick up the full slack. No. But I had to do everything that I could to pull in as much as I could to make up the difference. So what do we do? Oh, by the way, it's just her and I right. in this house. So the kids are gone. So on top of taking care of her the best that I can, which was not good. Right. I'm just putting it out there. I didn't do a good job at it. Yeah, I don't know about that. but Well, I, I didn't feel like I did. You know fair, what I mean? Right. Well, yeah. And, and so I'm trying to take care of her. I'm trying to make sure that I can fix that money. I did what a man has a tough time doing, swallowed my pride, and I asked for help. And I got help. Yeah. And it wasn't quite enough. But damn, it sure helped. Oh, yeah. I mean, it took up some of that slack. I wasn't bitching because, well, we missed it by, you know, $600 this month. No, hey, you know what? That's 600 less than we had to worry about. Thank God that I got to that point. Yeah. And, and you know what else I learned about was communication. I called everybody and said, hey, listen, here's our situation. We're not pushing you off, but we're pushing you off. Yeah. You, when your name hits the top, we'll get you paid, we'll get you taken care of, but please be patient with us. And you know what? Not one, not one said, oh, hell no. Every one of them was like, thank you for communicating with us. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to push you back, no interest, all of this stuff, and we'll help you out for the next six months. One of them did it for a year. All I had to do was communicate. But I had responsibilities as a human adult. Yeah. To take care of this stuff like this <laughs> young lady. <clears throat> Nobody taught her prioritizing. They didn't teach her budgeting, self-respect well, and budgeting. Right. Now, I understand rent's super stupid right now. Why does she need a two bedroom apartment? That's a, that, see, she could scale down. There, there's where she could save some money. Why is her priority phone, Internet? Then food. Okay, so the one that I would get rid of 
If I was her or don't her need parent, the internet. you don't need internet. You nope. have your fucking phone. Hotspot that shit to your computer <laughs> if you think it's important. <laughs> or on your time off, you go to a coffee shop Library. or somebody that has free Wi-Fi and you do what you have to do on but, your computer then. But she doesn't have time to do anything during her time off because she has to split her tasks within two days because, oh, oh, shut the fuck up. Right. Suck it up, buttercup. Deal with, listen, what you and I do, thank you, love. That no just problem. Sounded, that just sounded no, so no, no, out no of place, didn't it? Thank Absolutely, you. anytime, buddy. What, what you and I have to do <laughs> is we just had to do what we did because it's what needed to get done. And these kids today, and I want to be clear, it's not all of them. No. It is not all of them. But these people make, these, these ones that come out, publicly and make these videos make it look bad for all of them well i would love to go on and complain about you know there's been times where i went through some financial issues right um i actually what i did is with my kid with my oldest son is i showed him look this is my monthly nut if you will this is what i have to make this is what i have to spend money on i have to figure out which one of these ones gets paid this month because I don't have enough for everything. So I I can afford to, do, to let this one ride for an extra month before I pay it. Where I'll pay this one because this one needs to be paid right now. It's the it, old it, juggling act yeah, of robbing yeah. Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> yeah. it, and nobody taught her how to do that. I bet you she could get rid of the internet. And and, I, and she has $600 left over because her, you know, her rent, she makes $2,000 a month. Her rent's $1,600. There's $400 wiggle room well she also didn't get taught math because she said her rent was 1600 which left her 300 dollars a month <laughs> just let that simmer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's my, why that's why she's having financial crisis right. <laughs> my parents did not teach me budgeting my parents taught me the bare minimum and, and i'm not faulting them and i want to be clear i'm not bashing my parents at all Excuse me. See, I let it go. Um, my parents didn't teach me. They taught me how to open a, a bank account. They taught me how to write a check. They taught me how to balance a checkbook. They didn't teach me budgeting. To my parents' credit, shortly after my current wife and I were married, my parents were horrible budgeters, by the way. When they got married in 1970... Something. Eight? Okay. 77 or 78, I don't recall. My grandparents gave them the house that I grew up in for a dollar. Oh. Gave it to them. No mortgage. Really? Outright. Gave it to them. My parents were terrible with money. Now, to, well, be, well, to be fair. A lot of us at younger ages, we were horrible with money. And, and, and they'll, they'll tell you this. That they they made horrible decisions. I think they mortgaged that house at least four different times. Oh jeez. Yeah. Um, Is it? It's free and clear. Okay, now. good. Has been for for years. But shortly after my wife and I got married, I'd say about two three years after we were married, my parents got their shit together, and they sat us down one day, and and they were having a conversation with me. And my parents, you know, my parents, they're they're very open. They're very um, feelings on their sleeves and and they felt horrible 
and they told me they felt bad that they didn't teach me some of these things. So they gave me, and this is not an endorsement. I want to be clear. They gave my wife and I a, a course to Financial Peace University from Dave Ramsey. I was very hesitant, very reluctant. I'm not a, a fan of, of fact, him, but I know he knows his shit. As so. a matter of fact, I was the first three classes we went to, I was very much arms crossed. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. La, 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 la. Mm-hmm. By week six. I'm only six, here so I don't get fined. Exactly. <laughs> By week six, I was like, maybe this would work. It might work. By the end of the course, the wife had convinced me to give this six months. So we sat down, we put together a budget that would pay off. Now, at this time, we were 32,000, oh, this is a rough for 32,000 in unsecured debt at 26 years old. $32,000 in unsecured debt on top of the cars, etc. So, we sat down, we budgeted it out, and we figured out that if we did everything, followed the rules that we had put in place, that we had learned through this course, that in three years we would pay everything off. And we would be at zero, plus have some emergency funds set up. We were able to do it in just under two and a half years. We lived like paupers. We did. Yeah. But we stuck to it, we paid it off, and... Fast forward to this last year, because we did that, we had $17,000 in savings. We had $25,000 in an emergency fund. Right. This cancer kind of constituted an emergency. And so we no. were. Yeah. So we were, <laughs> we were okay. Right. It wasn't perfect. No, you, you guys hit, a, yeah, you, you hit the bottom, yeah, if you will. Yeah, we did. But you survived it. We did, and, and and then that's my point to this 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 girl is, uh, you just have to. I'm glad you said it that way. I really am glad you said it. That way. <laughs> when you have the shittiest day of your life, how many of those have you had in oh, your 50 years? A lot. And what was the outcome every single solitary time? It, it was fine. I, I survived. You survived it, yeah. and you got through it. I've discussed this before on yeah. the air, where or on the on, on the show that the wife and I, Karen and I, have have gone through three or four major things mm-hmm. that has bank almost bankrupt us, broke you, yeah, yeah, and um, we fought through it. We stuck to we adjusted. That's the major thing you have to learn is how to adjust your budget, live like poppers, eat the ramen, right? You know, um, don't go out, don't order food. Do you actually have to cook for yourself? Right. That's that's where you're gonna have to. That's where you would save a load of money. Oh, tons, <laughs> tons of money. Um, I I I admit that going out and, and to restaurants is is fun to do and and, it, and it's pleasurable, sure. but it's not financially smart. Not healthy either. It, when it really isn't. But if you just prioritize you what your budget is, and there is some, um. What's the word I'm looking for? There's some playing with the numbers that you have to do. Fudging. <laughs> Fudging is one way to put it, but it, it's some kind of exercise where you, you'll learn how to, you know, navigate how to Maneuver, do this. Maneuver, yeah. yeah to, to... But what works for you. Exactly. What works for me may not work for you, you know, because we did this, this one. Um, what we did was when we were paying something off, like a credit card, 
that payment because let's just say you have three credit cards, two car payments, rent, mortgage, whatever you want to call it. You, there's there's certain ones you have to do every mm-hmm. month. There's not there's no yeah, way around. You it. have, you have to, to pay your mortgage. You have to pay your rent. You have to pay your electric. You have to mm-hmm. pay all. You have to pay all those. Right. Okay. Now people are going to say, "Well, you have to make a car payment." No, you don't. You, you do, can ride a bus. but you don't. You know, you right. You can walk. You can ride a bike. You can well, do a lot of things. So what we ended up doing is we have very aggressive card payment on this one card, credit card. And we once that got paid off, that payment, we got used to paying that payment. So we would just put that payment onto the next card. Right. And so now we pay that car off, that card off super fast. And then we do that all the way cascade, down. cascading down. Snowball effect. So I we recently bought a, a pretty new car. Mm-hmm. It wasn't brand new. It was it was a nineteen and I, new we, to you. It was well, it was a nineteen, right? But we bought it in twenty. Okay, so when we bought it in twenty, and, you know, we the, when we bought it, it was for a four year payment plan. Mm-hmm. We paid it off in two because, because of you were the aggressive used to spending that money yeah, somewhere because else of the aggressive yep. spending, and and I highly recommend not buying. A brand new car to people. Ever. Don't do not do that. As, Ever. As, as tempting as it is, it's, it's just stupid because... You lose 30... I think it was 30% in the first Depending year. on the vehicle. There, there's some vehicles that are very popular right now. And as soon as you take it off the lot, and then for the first nine months, it's lost $15,000 mm-hmm. of money. Uh, you know, So do your research there before you go out and buy something. Don't buy an electric car if you can help it. Either. Don't. Don't. Oh. I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend electric car at all because, yeah. especially if you live in the colder states, it's useless. It's as, useless. as they found out with this cold snap just yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. So plus, there's not enough charging stations. The infrastructure's not there. Hybrid cars. I would. I would hybrid cars is a good idea. That's a good idea. I like well, the and, hybrid. And, and I know of, of people that own that own a few hybrids. Well, my sister owns a hybrid um, car, Toyota. That's right. Hers is his. Hers is a, a yeah. hybrid. And uh, it does great, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, it's just learning how to navigate your finances and and prioritize what you do need, you absolutely right. need to survive, and what are wants and needs. Those are the that's what I'm trying. Very to say. much so, yeah. You know what you want. You might have to get cut those off. You don't need half of the shit that you have. You don't need internet. No. <laughs> you actually you, might do better as a person if you, you don't, don't have internet. need a phone. However, yeah. oh. society is changing things now where a lot of jobs are a lot of jobs re- require it. Yeah. So I get that. But if your job requires it, they should be helping you. You should hold them to helping you pay for your phone. The issue at hand is is they don't require them, but what they'll say is, well, okay, what how can we contact you? Well, I have a landline or my roommate has a phone or have a pager <laughs> yeah i have a pager um or you know <clears throat> how do we contact you what's your email i don't have an email well how how are we supposed to contact you? well call my landline i don't even know if people have landlines anymore no um oddly enough in this house there is a landline number connected to it oh really i don't know where the phone jack is <laughs> i was gonna say I've, i don't think i've ever seen yeah, a phone i don't jack think in this house. i don't i've we've been here what five years yeah, five years, and I don't think there's a phone jack in this house. And I, I came to this house with you when you were looking at right. it. Right. 
And I don't recall empty. seeing a phone jack <laughs> in here. But there's a there's a, a phone number attached to it just because it was part of the cable which we're dumping mm-hmm. this month, which will save us two hundred and thirty five dollars. Boom! Right there, yep. example of cutting some costs. <laughs> we don't watch enough TV. We uh, we share. Yeah. Well, careful stuff. <laughs> so and, you know, and when the wife watches is like Hulu. Yeah, um, the free stuff mostly. Well, it was uh, funny, Amazon. Funny with Hulu, I don't know if everybody else knows this. Peacock's another one that yep. does this. Is it's every time you threaten to drop it or Here's cancel six it, six months, we'll give you six months for yep. this price. Yep, <laughs> you do that every Ask six me months. How I know? <laughs> you do that every six months, and you're not paying as much. Damn, Skippy. <laughs> Damn Skippy. <laughs> I got to tell you. I, I've done that with my car insurance, to be honest with you. You know what? I'm going to jump ship. And they're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to be an easy task coming these days. That's things. It, it, my health insurance renewed. I was looking at it, and I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent because this could take a long time. I don't know if this is something that's been happening before. <clears throat> and I certainly am not trying to stir a pot. Well, maybe a little. But take a look at your health insurances. I happen to notice this time. I don't know if it's happened before. Okay. But I noticed when my health insurance, because we changed providers uh, through the company. Okay. The company changed them. The, yeah, the yeah. company changed yeah. the providers. And what I noticed as I was reading some of the things is, and I don't remember the exact wording, but um, many things will not be covered in the event of riots, war, Civil discourse and something else. Yeah. And it was very bold. And I, I don't know if that's ever been in any writers before. Well, but I, I noticed it this year. Uh, well, I noticed the, hey, you know, for riots, if your car gets damaged in a riot right. or civil discourse. Um, oh, well. Yeah. See, and, and mine where was, you live. Mine, I noticed I didn't look at my car insurance. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe that's a good idea. Mine was on the health insurance that it won't cover certain things. Yeah. For those. those well, so I'm driving down the street. Yeah. There's a riot, and they try to carjack me. First and foremost, uh, rest in peace. Damn right. Don't jack my truck up too badly because, yeah, I'm just telling you, if you see a green Nissan that's lifted, (laughs) it's got a bad paint job on it, think twice. Well, it's got a big cattle guard on the front of it. It does have a big big push bar on the front, but I'm telling you now, if you think, let's take that one, don't, because it won't end well. I promise. Right. That's just, but don't damage it on your way to your your funeral either because it won't be covered probably. Yeah, I, it's I noticed, weird. I noticed it on my car insurance. Think they're planning it, something for the election year? <laughs> it feels that way. It does. Well, because of um, where you live, mm-hmm. I was looking at insurance, and from where you live, because where you live is less of a car theft issue. Right. It's cheaper, to which get. is odd because the county itself, yeah, is the number two, yeah, in the country, right? The county we live, but, it, but, but they, the they, city, but insurance doesn't base it off the county; they base, oh, base it they? off the city and the zip code, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So, if they were to be, I don't want to give them any more ammunition, yeah, but if they, if they wanted to go with the counties, then you would be screwed, because there's other counties in this state that are even, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But so where I live. Higher is up. higher insurance, which is funny because for theft and 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 damage and vandalism, and then and then and it basically says if there's a riot, 
because where you live, yeah, you don't, you're, you're fucked. So let me ask you this, because I don't know the area you live in. Is that considered a suburb? It is, yes, or its own city. It, it is its own city, but it's, it is considered a suburb of the metro. Because this is considered suburbia. It is. Because every house up here is cookie-cuttered. Compared to where I live, yeah. you absolutely are in suburbia. Yeah. Because um, where I live was one of the founding cities Makes of sense. the metro area. So, you know, yeah, this one came up later. The one where you live came up came in later. Yeah, I think this one's only been around for what, 25, 30 years. Yeah, something maybe. like that. It's huge. I mean, there's what a hundred and I think it was a hundred and six thousand is what I saw for this for this, this community. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. What a show! <laughs> All over the place. We went. You know what? I was proud of us. We never once talked about January sixth. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Oh God, they're going to start with that." <laughs> nope, just messing with you. <laughs> we thought that was cool. <laughs> I, 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 whoever that guy is who did that song, yeah, I, I used to know his name. Uh, he's really good. I like he just puts it's it. It's like out a there. one. It's like share. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. exactly what his name is, but it's one word. I thought about using the Ben Shapiro rap. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, thought against it though. Um, that was a little more controversial. <laughs> it is a lot more controversial. That's not why I thought against it. I just thought, meh, you know. Anyway, yeah. Don't forget to check out all of our socials. Don't forget to go to uh, our patron site if you want to become an official tugger, patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. And go to our website, click on the contact us page, scroll down two thirds of the way and go visit. I don't care if you buy anything, but go visit Ravencrest Tactical. Take a look at some of their great items, 100% American made knives lifetime guarantee on all their products those two things right there is worth worth a look and I, they've got some great sales going on right they, now. they do don't go directly to their site just because we get a little help from them yeah um just go to either our website in the contact us sponsors page two-thirds of the way down or find the link on our socials in x it's posted right at the top and in the other socials it's just down a couple of, of uh posts posts and you'll be able to find it Ha! Our midweek should be fun. Okay. I think we're going to have a good time with the midweek. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday for the midweek tug where we do our best to stay away from politics. It's not always perfect, but we do our best. We do our best. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. We're the Unrefined Guys. Have a great week. 